Hello and welcome to another episode of Define the Odds with me, Annabelle Kemi. Today's talk is titled, You Are Not Your Body, and it is a look at body dysmorphic disorder. Have you ever felt like you do not fit in? Have there been times you felt like you were one of the unlucky ones in terms of what society expects you to look like physically? If yes, you are not alone. There was a time in my life I felt like that too. Growing up, I used to be slim, excruciatingly slim. Back then, people would call me lepa, which means flat. Some would make jokes about my long neck and my flat bum. And this greatly affected my self-confidence and made me feel awkward and self-conscious. The fact that most girls my age had developed curves got me desperate to pack on some fat. So I would binge on weird food combinations that were rumored to promote weight gain. But despite all these, I remained slim and seemingly unattractive. As the years went by, the curves I so desperately craved gradually emerged and I began to love my body. I loved my body so much I would have given anything to make it stay that way forever. I finally started feeling like I met up society's beauty standards and my confidence improved. Then life happened. I got pregnant, had my baby, lost him, got depressed, let myself go and packed on a lot of weight. That transported me back to those years when I hated my body. This time around, I did not like the fat anymore. It became a psychological issue for me so much so that even when I started losing weight, I never could get myself to feel beautiful again because I could never lose belly fat. This added a lot of stress on me. I could never get my mind off how ugly my stomach looked. Little did I know that I was tending toward developing body dysmorphic disorder, BDD. Thankfully, since I began my journey to self-awareness a couple of years back, I have been able to overcome this feeling. Although my body is still not the ideal body society expects a beautiful woman to have, I have learned to love and accept it. Just like I almost developed BDD or body dysmorphic disorder because of the size of my belly, several other people are also currently dealing with this disorder. Some of you might wonder why not loving one's body should be considered a disorder. I also felt that way until I read about BDD. It might interest you to know that this disorder could be quite devastating. Some of the most admired people in society are dealing with BDD. They smile for the cameras and cry in their closets. The world even celebrates some of them for their looks, yet they hate parts of their bodies so much that they do the unimaginable to correct them. This is why you find people going under the knife several times just to get their faces and bodies to look perfect. It is not to say that there aren't people who actually need corrective surgeries, but with people dealing with BDD, no amount of surgery could ever make them feel good enough. That is why you find some people going back to the surgery table just to be perfect, even when you look at them and they look perfect already. Now we look at the history of body dysmorphic disorder. The dysmorphic in body dysmorphic disorder was derived from the Greek word dysmorphia, which means abnormal shape. The disorder was first documented in 1886 by a scientist called Enrico Morselli. He termed the disorder dysmorphophobia and described it as a feeling of being ugly, even though there does not appear to be anything wrong with the person's appearance. 
Body dysmorphic disorder, as it is now called, is classified as a body image disorder. According to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, it is often characterized by persistent and intrusive preoccupations with an imagined or slight defect in one's appearance. Note that the defects may exist only in the mind, and even if it exists physically, it is overly magnified by the person dealing with BDD. Usually, this causes a great deal of emotional and mental distress, thus affecting one's daily life. When it gets severe, it could lead to depression, anxiety, obsessive-compulsive disorder, and other mental disorders, really. Research conducted by the American Psychiatric Association in 2013 discovered that BDD affects men and women almost equally, so it has nothing to do with the gender. In the United States, for example, 2.5% of males and 2.2% of females are affected by body dysmorphic disorder. There are several examples of great men and women who struggle with this disorder all their lives. Arguably though, the most prominent of such people was the king of pop himself, Michael Jackson. The story of his struggle with BDD was quite an open secret, although not many people fully understood it. Many of us simply thought that he did not like being a black man, hence his many plastic surgeries. The negative effect of BDD on Michael Jackson's life was quite enormous, as he was never able to lead a happy life. Until his death, he just kept striving towards looking perfect. Now let's take a look at society and how it affects BDD. BDD could be triggered by various factors. This could include childhood traumas, sociocultural pressures, and in recent times, social media. Traumatic experiences from childhood are major causes of BDD. Parents, peers, or even teachers could inadvertently trigger BDD in children by consistently making fun of their physical attributes. Society's beauty standards and cultural practices that project certain physical attributes as the ideal also cause BDD. This places a huge psychological burden on some people. If not quickly nipped in the bud, it metamorphoses into BDD. Some cultures in Africa place a premium on thick and curvy women. For example, the Calabar people in Nigeria send brides to the fattening room months before their marriage ceremonies to make them more beautiful before their big day. That is because they feel that the curvier you are, the prettier you are. And so, traditions like this make girls who are unable to grow the curves feel rather ugly. Conversely, Western cultures consider thinness to be the perfect standard of beauty in women while men are expected to be lean and muscular. This is why eating disorders such as bulimia and anorexia are quite common in such societies. These sociocultural pressures often lead to BDD. Social media on its part has also played a massive role in increasing cases of BDD among young people. In Nigeria, for example, young women go to any length to have their bodies look like Kim Kardashians. There have been some cases of women losing their lives as a result of complications from body enhancement procedures like BBL. This has, however, not deterred others. The craze to look like the perfect people they see on television, on billboards, social media, and advertisements goes a long way in frailing BDD. What we forget is that those people do not look like that in reality. The gamut of editing and enhancement goes into those images you see. 
almost every dick Tom and Harry on social media these days can use filters to enhance their photographs and videos. That is not a crime. I like the creativity that goes into photo and video editing. It only becomes dangerous when you begin to compare yourself to such images and obsess over not being as good looking in reality. Note that makeup and beauty enhancement is almost as old as mankind. Technology has only made it easier to achieve those enhancements virtually through social media filters and photo editing. Well, newsflash, it has come to stay. The earlier you understand this, the better you are able to manage its effects on you and prevent BDD from occurring. Having said that, now what is the way out? BDD could make one miserable if left to fester. Many people have descended the rabbit hole of depression and lived unhappy lives because of BDD. Unfortunately, because these things were seldom spoken about in the past, it has deprived many people of their happiness. However, I am thankful that the world is beginning to pay more attention to mental health issues. Those things we never used to openly talk about years ago, such as BDD, are beginning to come to fore. As such, there is no justification for you to go on carrying such mental baggage with all the information and help available to us these days. On that note, I would like to propose that you explore these three time-tested solutions to BDD if you suspect that you're dealing with it. They are, first, psychotherapy or cognitive behavioral therapy. This helps to correct one's thought process and builds a positive mental attitude thus reducing the obsessive compulsion with being ugly. Psychiatrists and therapists would help you achieve this. There are also medical solutions to body dysmorphic disorder. In such cases, antidepressants are administered by qualified medical practitioners. And my last suggestion is life coaching. Life coaching could also be of immense help in managing BDD. Engaging the services of a life coach, especially at the early stages, could be instrumental in building your self-esteem and confidence. A qualified mindset and confidence coach will hold your hands through your journey of overcoming BDD, which may have been triggered by childhood trauma. Now, I titled this podcast, You Are Not Your Body, because I want to emphasize that there is more to life than the way you look. Do not let perceived physical inadequacies limit you and cause BDD to rear its ugly head. Society and social media do not determine what the perfect body should be. As long as you are healthy and comfortable in your skin, no other opinions on your looks matter. Emphasis on healthy. Remember, variety is the spice of life. We cannot all look the same, else the world would be boring. Embrace your difference and be unapologetic about it. Society will adjust to you sooner rather than later. You are more than your perceived imperfect body. You are a great mind in an ideal body. And that's the end of today's talk on body dysmorphic disorder. I hope this encourages you to begin to love yourself for who you are and seek professional help if you discover that you are tending towards body dysmorphic disorder. Thank you for listening once again. I am Annabelle Kemi. I love you and I wish you a fulfilling week ahead. Bye for now.